Hi everyone, my name is Jonathan Chan and welcome to another IMCO in 5 minutes for Friday, June the 1st, 2018. Two weeks ago, I attended a Vancouver Foundation Neighborhood Small Grant Summit for project leaders. The summit provided a space for project leaders to share their experiences and learn from each other on how their projects connected their communities while celebrating cultures represented in their communities. When I arrived, I was given an agenda. I looked through it. Like a typical summit slash conference, there were the greetings, followed by the protocol indigenous greetings, speeches from keynote speakers, and of course, sharing from three project leaders. What really caught my attention was the one hour prior to lunch. It was entitled the Kairos Blanket Exercise. What was that? I asked myself. So the blanket exercise was in my mind for the whole morning. Well, it was time for the blanket exercise, and we, the project coordinators, numbering about 80 people, were split into two groups. I went along with my group of 40 downstairs, and there on the floor were five foot by five foot uh, blankets lined up side by side to make a shape of a trapezoid. Now, this trapezoid is supposed to represent Canada. And then, of course, uh, there were uh, papers listed, uh, labeled N. E, S, W, to say North, East, South, West of Canada. Chairs encircled the trapezoid of blankets, and the facilitator, who happens to be one of the Musqueam elders, greeted us at the door. She and her younger colleague told us to take off our shoes and step onto the blankets. They told us that we are now the Indigenous peoples, and we will have the opportunity to experience what their ancestors experienced through the blanket exercise. So the format is that they would read paragraphs of their history, and we will reenact what happened in a visual way. So for example, the indigenous peoples were free to roam their land. That's how it started. So what we were told to do, we were told to move around along this land so freely, greeting each other with hugs and handshakes and smiling and happy, happy. Then the elder continues on, the bad settlers came and foreign diseases hit. So we were told, some of us were told to sit down because we died. So some of us, some of my colleagues went away and sat down on their chairs. So there were fewer people. Then she continued, our land was being sold and divided. And so the blankets that we were on were either getting smaller by being folded or taken away by the younger uh, apprentice that she had. Overall, it's a tangible way for myself and my group to experience the Indigenous story, their perspective, their pain, and their suffering. Now, some of my group members at the, in the end were emotionally torn. Others cried, others were at a loss, and some were really motivated to do something. In other words, this blanket exercise did something. First, it effectively shared the story of the Indigenous peoples, their perspective, and the suffering the indigenous peoples endured by the actions of the settlers. Now, if you want to know more of the Cairo's blanket exercise, you can easily search it. But for now, let's leave the blanket exercise as I share one takeaway from it. See, I'm a pastor. So many times I am told that in order to provide compassion and love towards those who are suffering is not to provide solutions, but to walk with them in their suffering. I would tell that to my congregates as well, that they are not to provide solutions, but to walk with them, hear them, listen to them, and care for them. However, how many of you know how to do that? 
Sure, right in the outset, we pray for them, text them a few times to remind them that we're praying, and maybe have a few coffees. But the question is, is that enough? Is that really caring for that person? Maybe it is, but most of the time, I think most of us would say there's got to be more aside from providing solutions or using retribution rationale. This blanket exercise made me think. This exercise effectively helped me and my colleagues enter and share in the narrative of the indigenous peoples. Not only that, but it effectively allowed us to share in the suffering and made us want to do something to make a change, i.e. and an appropriate action of care that is relevant and specific which is very difficult to do when providing mental and emotional care for someone. So I'm wondering, maybe when we have friends, colleagues, or loved ones come to us with emotional, physical, or mental pain, maybe it is best to allow them to articulate their story a few times so that it's cohesive enough that allows us to share in their suffering, like a blanket exercise, to effectively walk with them to actually feel their pain. Because for the blanket exercise, it took various groups of people to help the indigenous peoples to articulate their story into such a cohesive and impactful way. It took them a while. Apparently, it took them about five years. This was a five-year project in the making. Would this be the type of care we can provide for those who are suffering? To allow them to tell their story or narrative of pain, loss, or burdens a few times, so much so so that it becomes cohesive enough, tangibly enough, that touches all of our senses so that it allows us to enter into their story and feel their pain. Not just through listening, but through eyes, for through sight, through smell, through taste, whatever, that we can touch it so that we can move towards appropriate action instead of just having coffee. That the intent right at the beginning of our conversations should be to ask, tell me your story, but also how would you draw it out? Or how would you tell it so that I could feel your pain? And can you tell it again and again and again so that it, it will allow me to enter into your story? Is that the type of care we need today? Is that the type of care and walking with our fellow colleague, friends, or family? Is that the type of thing, what it means to walk with people in their suffering? Well, that's my opinion. I'm Jonathan Chan of Company of Disciples, a ministry for business and working professionals to empower them to become exemplary leaders by connecting God's work with theirs. If you're interested in knowing more about what we do, visit our website at companyofdisciples.com. Till next Friday, have a blessed weekend.